0: (laughs) welcome to generation why am i like this i'm liz
1: i'm alec and i'm casey
0: and this is the podcast where we look back at some of our favorite pop culture moments from our childhoods and this week we're talking about goosebumps
1: Mm -hmm. goosebumps
0: (laughs) <laughs> um, but everyone also... everyone who's
1: listening is missing Liz's like little break dance she's doing to the theme song. Oh, am. Yeah. It was very 90s. Uh, it was great. I liked it. Yeah. <laughs>
0: um but this week we're also joined by a special guest which is my lovely husband Blair. Lovely um, husband Blair.
2: Hello. Yay. What's up? I'm very excited <laughs> to be here.
1: <laughs> we're excited to have you.
2: I told Liz many episodes ago if you guys ever do goosebumps, holler, and I will, I will be there.
1: <laughs> I mean, she probably so, doesn't need to holler. Sure. She's probably near you most of the like most of the time. You're at home. <laughs> no, she still has so, to yell. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so thank you for letting me uh, jump in and talk about goosebumps because it's one of my most nostalgic things from my childhood.
1: Well, it is the season. It is October. Finally, thank God. Not that we don't love spooky things all year long, but now we can really dig in. So we're happy to have you. Liz is at her full strength right now. (laughs) She can do this. (laughs) She's (laughs) thriving.
0: I am in my element. Um, Yeah, I'm pretty sure like when we did Are You Afraid of the Dark, Blair was like, if you do Goosebumps, I need to do it. And I was like, okay, well, maybe next October because yeah. we're about to finish doing spooky stuff. You get to
1: wait <laughs> a yeah. whole year and then yeah.
0: Well, and so.
1: I'm pretty excited about this episode because I don't know if you remember on the Are You Afraid of the Dark episode, I was like, every single thing I was thinking of was like, that was a Goosebumps episode. It goosebumps. <laughs> I remember that goosebumps.
0: Yes, So I was like, so thank you God. Are... <laughs> You're also thriving in this episode because this is this is the time yeah. this is the time to bring your goosebumps knowledge
1: right i um, like i know it's early but like literally watching the episode we watched today the whole time i was like oh i remember all this shit this wasn't a surprise <laughs> i was just like oh yeah what if this just is carly refer- beth what if you just start referencing are you afraid of the dark now for everything you're talking about
0: <laughs> you just
1: reverse it's like freaky friday i was like why weren't they throwing dirt into some fire before this started?" <laughs>
0: Um, so, obviously, I am fairly certain we've talked about this a little bit in many episodes, but, like, I think all of us have some connection with Goosebumps at some point in our lives, whether that's reading the books or seeing the TV show. So, uh, I know I read multiple books, multiple Goosebumps books. We were, Blair and I were looking through a list earlier. Um, and this episode that we picked, which we picked The Haunted Mask, part one and two um this episode is based off of the book the haunted mask which in the rankings most of the time is ranked as the number one goosebumps book Um, oh which i thought was i mean like i don't disagree i think this one is like probably the most popular i would say like uh that's kind of why i picked it as the episode because this to me is a standout episode for sure um but the book that I always remember seeing was the Say Cheese and Die book. Like that was the one at the library that I would always see.
1: Oh yes, yes, yes. Yes, yes, yes. and yes, it was yes, like polaroid it's like a,
0: Yeah, and it's the skeletons all at like a barbecue, like on the front cover, they're all like making like burgers and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
1: I love that episode because every time it was just like the, the production value of it and the like PAs must have had a blast of just setting up skeletons <laughs> for the whole <laughs> time for these photos. Sounds like a great gig, honestly. I I want to do it.
0: So what is, is there any like standout either book or episode to either, to any of you that you remember specifically?
1: I read a, a lot of these. Um, the one that stands out to me for the episode and the book because- after watching the episode, I was like, well, now I have to read it to know more information. Was the um, It was like the time-traveling cuckoo clock,
0: mm. and it ends
1: with the yeah. kid, like, turning himself into, or, like, making himself never exist before or whatnot, because he takes it back too far, and I was like, it's it's back wild, to the wild, but better. It's more like the butterfly <laughs> effect. It's great. <laughs> Wait, did you guys know that there's a Back to the Future musical on the West End? It's a jukebox musical? Yeah. I had no clue. I had well, no clue. Sorry. Uh, you're illiterate I, don't know that <laughs> I mean <either>. kind of <laughs> the tech looks pretty cool but also the music kind of sucks Um, sorry Casey was there anything else I guess not about <laughs> well I'm Michael giving P you the floor.
0: <laughs> no that, that
1: was like my main one is that cuckoo clock and also the Polaroid one that mm. was just talked about or like the two episodes I remember I so I know I watched the show but I don't remember a whole lot about the show I feel like I have more mental images in my memory from are you afraid of the dark which isn't the show as casey's reminded us but i do remember i really liked the books but specifically the um reader beware you choose your own scare ones the the -hmm. choose your own adventure ones i thought those were so fun and they were like scary and they always they had like a little like section on the front um the cover art that was, like, kind of holographic for some reason. I really remember that, and uh, I guess, soon to be a queer man, I was, like, very into the sparkles. Um, but yeah, I thought those were fun. That's what did it. The yeah. sparkly goosebumps. <laughs> it was, folks. You're yeah. like, you know what? I might kind of be into dudes. <laughs> I think I might be into dudes. Oh, it's
2: Awakening. Goosebumps Awakening.
0: Okay, so Blair, how about you?
2: Um, so like Alec, um i watched
1: (laughs) where's this guy also had an awakening (laughs) uh
2: no so i watched are you afraid of the dark almost exclusively and i didn't watch much of the goosebumps show so if that is streaming i might need to hit it up and watch some more of them because i read a lot of the books when i was a kid i got started in like reading horror books pretty young i feel like i read some stephen king around the same time that I read goosebumps and I think my mom was probably like let's let's go to the kids stuff first before because I, re- I remember reading pet cemetery at a very very young age uh, so some of my favorites was uh, stay out of the basement that was the first one I ever got uh, that was the one where some sort of experiments were going on in the basement and there was a plant monster in the basement that like took over The kid's dad and so it was like fake dad walking around the house that was actually the plant monster
1: oh fake dad
2: yeah (laughs) don't like that uh and then (laughs) the one with the the one with the sponge hidden under the sink the killer sponge was pretty fun
1: i don't recall that one
2: yeah i think it's it came it came from under the sink or something like that that title that um, sounds like camp like come on (laughs) and then the night of the living dummy of course you gotta like slap Uh, me
1: yeah who Slappy was iconic enough that he made it into the movies that came out the last yeah. five years or whatever.
0: Yeah, he's a pretty big part of the movies, too.
1: Yeah. I think
2: there's like, uh, I think, I think you know, Arl Stein is still, uh, you know, he's still hustling, dude. He's still making mm-hmm. more books. And I think the new books are like something like Slappyverse or something like that. It's like, it's his MCU. <laughs> <laughs> into the Slappyverse.
1: <laughs> into the Slappyverse. I'm pretty sure that's a thing. I love So, it. That's have y'all watched the new movies? Because I haven't. I did. Yeah, I
0: watched the first one for sure. I don't know that I watched the second one. Like, Alec, I remember you watched the wasn't... second one.
1: Yeah, yeah, it wasn't like as. I mean, the both of them one. are like oh, the yeah. peak of film, but they're entertaining. But I think the first one is a little stronger. Well, that's a letdown. I thought this was going to just break the mold for movies <laughs> with the goosebumps, absolute movies. blockbuster. Just... <laughs> yeah, really push the genre Jack Black to a new was really level. Fun. Yeah. As yeah, R.L.
0: Yeah. Stein, like he was fun as R.L. Stein for sure. I mean, I think that, yeah, the first one I remember really liking, what? and the second one, what?
1: Sorry, yeah, Jack he plays, plays R.L. Stein. Stein. Yeah, yeah, he, he plays, plays R.L. Stein because because yeah, yeah.
0: it's like that's the fantastic. plot is that his like all of the characters are like coming out of the stories, like, and he has to like get them back into the books or something, basically, like <laughs> of the first all the characters movies, are coming
1: out. <laughs> <laughs> How horrifying! <laughs> Slappy's like, I like dick. <laughs> oh, no. Oh. Slappy's like,
0: I want a Woody, if you know what I mean.
1: Okay, where's this episode going? Slappy is a sloppy bottom. That's where it's going. <laughs> At this time, oh, I'd God. like to say hi to all of our moms. Like <laughs> <that's what David. laughs> Thanks for listening.
0: Our main, our main audience. <laughs> yeah. Um, Hi,
1: Moms of America. Do you think that (laughs) Slappy is a sloppy Bottom? Comment below.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So just to give a little bit of backstory on Goosebumps, uh, the first novel was Welcome to Deadhouse, and that came out in July 1992. And the series since then has sold over 400 million books worldwide in 32 languages. And it's the second best book series in the history after, unfortunately, we all know... The best book series in history is She Who Must Not Be Names, Harry Potter. Um, Oh, like ever, not even
1: children's books?
0: Uh, It just says ever.
1: Um, I mean, I can believe it. I I just wanted to...
0: Yeah, it just says best-selling book series in history, so... Damn.
1: I guess that makes sense, because, I mean, also, like, if you think about it, Goosebumps is all... Although they're, like, separate, it's still one franchise, and they have, like, hundreds Mm -hmm. of books. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And Harry Potter seven. That's probably one of the longest like written franchises out there too like in a series
0: whatever it's stupid
1: goosebumps isn't transphobic so we stand more (laughs) yeah slappy will let you be who you want to be and who you are exactly
0: (laughs) i mean arnold stein is like seems like truly a wonderful person too like i just really like him as a person i don't know i I've listened to him on some podcasts and stuff before like he was on ask me another the NPR podcast and he was mm. super adorable on that like he's just like just seems like a genuinely good person but
1: let's hope nothing comes um, out about him being like a Nazi or something that would be I know. Unfortunate. <laughs>
0: oh, dang don't put that out into the universe
1: <laughs> <laughs> what if he just comes out because that's the topic today apparently Ooh, yeah <laughs> a pancake so the
0: books <laughs> <laughs> the books in the Goosebumps series feature similar plot structures with basically children are just involved in scary situations. So, uh, I mean, they're all different. They all have different people. Like some characters carry over from story to story, like Carly Beth, which is the lead character in this particular story, is in multi- like a couple other stories. Like she's in The Haunted oh. Mask 2. The characters don't always carry over. There's some people that are just in their single, like, their one book, and we never hear from them again. At his peak, Stein was actually known to complete these stories extremely quickly, and some of the books were, like, written in, like, six days.
1: <sighs> oh, my God. So he did, like, write all these books himself? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, That's they're, like, 100 wild. pages long.
0: I know.
2: They were released, like, <laughs> every other month.
1: <laughs> he was just Hayters. cranking them out. I mean that's just that's a lot of work though. That's wild. Yeah. But when you think like what who what's his name like James Patterson or whatever still puts out books like two or three times a year. I mean I know he has but co-writers. He's got ghostwriters. Yeah.
0: He's always yeah, like I'm it,
1: writing a book with Bill Clinton and it's like what? What? Right. Well, Neil no, Stein could have literally ghost had ghostwriters. What do <laughs> you say for? didn't
2: there? have no ghostwriters, dude. He, he had ghostwriters. Stein <laughs> no ghost right but stein could have had like spooky writers. yes thank you yes, thank <laughs> <ghost writers>. you <Yeah. laughs>
1: that's the joke i was trying to make the whole uh, time no, no, no. ghost ghost write the whip
0: i knew what you were saying <laughs> thank you uh,
1: he so got blessed. inspired by the spooks <laughs> did you guys ever watch that show ghost writer no i wasn't cool enough
0: no i didn't you know but about? i know it was like nickelodeon right wasn't that a nickelodeon show
1: was it might have been Disney Channel? I don't know, but it was just like a okay. really horrible like floating ball, and they would be like, "We have to solve this puzzle," and I'd be like, plucking words out of books and spell stuff mm-hmm. in the air, and they're like, "Thanks, Ghost Writer." <laughs> <laughs> I loved it. I watched it. Coming up drama. next week, Ghost Writer. <laughs> <laughs> you, I mean, probably I watched it. They had like ongoing storylines with all the kids, too. I was actually kind of amazed. And I was like, I'm so invested in your lives and this floating ball that can spell things for you. (laughs) Sounds delightfully 90s. Anyway, Arl Stein.
0: So he, Stein has been referred to as the Stephen King of children's literature, which I mean, makes a lot of sense because he writes tons of books. And they're all horror. Um, or they're all spooky. Well, actually, that's not true. He's written some joke books and stuff, too. And I was looking him up. Like, he wrote, like, some other random crap, too. But, I mean, he's mostly known for, of course, the Goose Well, Funk Stephen series. King also
1: writes some other random crap. He writes everything, oh. right? Oh, that is true. I mean, he's written some, like, sci-fi and things that aren't really horror.
2: Yeah, he's written some fantasies. He's written some crime stories. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: Stein also... Wrote Fear Street, the Fear Street books, Rotten School, Mostly Ghostly, and The Nightmare Room. Those are some of the other series that he worked on. Mostly Ghostly has like a movie series based off of it. Oh. Then, of course, Fear Street recently had a film series that came out on Netflix about it.
1: I heard it was actually really scary. I don't know. I didn't watch it. Yeah,
0: it was really good. Um,
1: I don't believe watching
2: it. There was, a, there was a, another series, Liz, that was called The Ghosts of Fear Street. And that was like the gateway in between Goosebump books and Fear Street books. So they were a little scarier than the Goosebump books, but they weren't like full-on teenager books like... Mm, Okay. Mm.
0: Yeah, so like the Fear Street books are more towards like a YA. Like you find those in the YA section versus like Goosebumps you're going to find in the kids section. So Fear Street is a little bit more intense than Goosebumps would have been.
1: I feel like an idiot because I literally thought because I'd never heard of Fear Street until Netflix, I thought it was a Stephen King property that they also just, like, created. So this is kind of oh, blowing yeah. my mind that this is actually Arlstein. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah, it is. Yeah. And then he also... Casey, you sent me this on TikTok, but he also has... A new show coming out called Just Beyond, which is based on an, another book of his. Oh. Um and that is coming out on Disney Plus this month. So and it actually looks legit pretty good. Like you sent it to me on TikTok, Casey. I was like, this actually kinda looks dope. Like
2: Casey's over there like, I thought that was also a, a Stephen King property. <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> I thought I thought Earl Stein was a pen name of Stephen King. <laughs> <laughs>
1: R.L. Stein is like what jogged his memory when he like got hit by that car that one time. He was like, I'm um, R.L. Stein. I I am feeling stupid though, because I sent you that video. I didn't know that was Arl Stein. I just saw it and I was like, Oh, this is like a cool looking Disney Plus show. This might be fun. It gave me oh, like yeah. um oh that one TV show that we already talked about vibes. Fear Street. No, no, the so one that's also on Disney Channel. So weird. Yes. Uh, Ghost Rider. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Ghost Rider. It gave me Ghost Rider vibes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, um, R.L. Stein is when Stephen King does a lot of cocaine. He's like, now yeah, I'm R.L. Stein. All <laughs> <laughs> work You're and right no play that? makes R.L. Stein. <laughs> <laughs> right? Uh, He's like. <laughs> no, that's just maximum overdrive. Um, Whoo so goosebumps the tv show originally started airing in 1995 and it in america it was on fox kids uh i actually like remember that now when i think about it because i remember like watching fox kids seeing the promos for goosebumps and there was this weird time in my life where all of a sudden i like got really fucking scared of everything and that was when goosebumps was airing like it was like I want to say, like, seasons two or three of Goosebumps, I, like, started not being able to watch Goosebumps. Like, I would be like, this is too scary for me. Like, and I would cry about it. And, it would, like, the this theme song would make me scared. Um,
1: <laughs> Same with X-Files.
0: Oh, you, the X-Files theme song made you scared? Oh,
1: it's so scary. It's still scary. It yeah. still, make, like, gives me chills. Yeah, that show is an adult show, though it is scary i know yeah. i know but it always came on like right after the simpsons and i watched the simpsons too much when i was a kid i'm sorry the x-file song when i was a little kid i was like this is so good you're like <laughs> yeah <laughs> i like how you make ba, it sound like easy listening music <laughs> like elevator music <laughs> <laughs> it's not it sounds so good <laughs> well just like i mean um. goosebumps I know.
0: Goosebumps is legit great. And I know we talk about, obviously, (laughs) we always love the theme songs, but the Goosebumps theme song is freaking awesome. There is a wonderful video that I feel like we need to post on our socials. Is it the one Yes, yes, yes like playing like pretending to play the keyboard and then she's yes. like doing all these dances and stuff and it's like it's literally so funny and i still watch it every once in a while and then she'll like turn her head like all of a sudden and be like <laughs> Casey, <laughs> have you seen this?
1: um no i don't consume media uh okay i'm gonna find <laughs> don't it so we can take it, oh, found it. <laughs> oh i've seen this <laughs> <laughs> So good. You guys just are really so bad good. at describing <laughs> the twerking, it. Twerking, the gentle twerking. <laughs> I mean, it's a young woman <laughs> playing a keyboard and twerking. This is not at all it's what she describes. <laughs> <laughs> and the dog barks.
0: I, I know it. the dog bark ah. sound is so good. Did
1: she add that, or is the dog barks always in it? Oh, that's part of it.
0: I think it's part of it, but it's not always part of it. It must have been added in, like, in a season. It's kind of like how in the Buffy soundtrack, they don't always have that scream at the end.
1: Yeah, take it away after, like, season two.
0: Yeah. That's
1: so good. This is really long. I didn't realize how long that the song would go on. (laughs) (laughs) I
0: know. It's a whole minute. You're
1: in for a scare. Uh, How could you not be into this? That video has (laughs) 1.4 million views, and I am so happy for that person. And it's not enough. It's not enough.
0: Honestly, it's not. I feel like it should have like 5 million views at least.
1: Our our challenge to every one of our listeners is to go watch that video at least 100 times. Just put it on. 1 million times. (laughs) (laughs) Just play it on loop. Yes. Anyway, what are we talking about?
0: (laughs) So the episode that we watched was a two part episode. It was the Haunted Mask part one and two. And so I'm going to give you a brief little run through on the episode. So basically Carly Beth is our lead character in this episode and she's a huge scaredy cat. So she falls for every prank that's played on her and she always gets scared and screams and cries. I'm sorry. And she's bullied. Big old baby. She's
1: bullied the whole episode. <laughs> is <bullied>. Actually. Yeah. <laughs> I mean,
0: she is bullied, but also like, come on girl, a little bit, <laughs> but
1: uh, Liz, you would have been the ones bullying her. <laughs> Some of the things are not scary. I will give her that. But some of the stuff I'm like, this isn't you trying to scare someone. This is you just bullying this girl.
0: Yes. I mean, the thing at lunch, which we're going to talk about, that's messed up. But um, anyways, on Halloween, she buys the scariest mask possible at an off limits room at an old store. Basically, she doesn't realize that <laughs> the, the mask is The back room of a haunted. video rental
1: store. <laughs> that's what I was thinking, too. She just walks the into little, you, like, like the Western porn room. Doors. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, God is this a Hugh Hefner mask? And they're like, that is the scariest (laughs) thing here.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Um, But basically she doesn't realize that the mask is like haunted or whatever you want to call it. It's really, I don't know. To me, it doesn't, I guess it's haunted in the episode. At least they don't really explain the, yeah, the concept of the mask that well, but basically it gets stuck to her face and she can't get it off. And so she has to like,
2: and it makes her (laughs) act out her, Darker impulses. A yes.
0: Door.
1: Oh. Oh. <laughs> <A> what?
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we're gonna, just going to break this episode down. So first of all, I love this episode because not. Not all the episodes get this, but some episodes have an R.L. Stein intro. And so this has the lovely R.L. Stein introing the episode. And he's like, You get to see one of my favorite stories. And I'm just like, You're just so cute and I love you.
1: <laughs> I love how nerdy you said it. Like he walks in with like a Mr. Rogers sweater. He's like, Do you want to hear one of my favorite stories, kids?
0: <laughs> yes.
1: This is a story he's- about a girl named Carly Beth. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he's actually so dry, too. Like, so, he's just like, you're going to be listening to one of my, or seeing one of my favorite stories. <laughs> like, now, I, I, I do want
2: to, I want to say something about his intro, because he specifically says that the love of your friends and family is what helps Carly Beth overcome you know, her experience with the haunted mask. And that is not what happens in this episode. <laughs> no, absolutely at not. At all. This is, this is probably the most mean spirited of all of the Goosebumps stuff. And I think that's why looking back, I thought this was like one of the scariest books because Carly Beth doesn't deserve the bad stuff that happens to her in this, in this episode. Like she's bullied and then she's also cursed by this mask. Only because she was wanting to get a little, just a little bit of re- revenge, right? Which I guess <laughs> yeah. is like maybe the lesson.
0: I mean, okay. they all deserve it, honestly. Them too far
2: ahead. But yeah, so Stephen King's like, yeah, your
0: friends and your family. R.L. Stein. Oh,
2: yeah. R.L. <laughs> you
1: know, okay, Casey. The same person.
2: <laughs> yeah, the same person. Uh, yeah, no, he says that um,
1: your friends and your family, the love of your friends and family is what gets Carly Beth through. Mm-hmm. Okay. No. It's because she missed her freaking face. We'll talk about it more, but come on. <laughs> or she had a scary face. I got to say the conclusion of this kind of confused me. But
0: I know <laughs> just I think having full mobility that plays in that her jaw is a little scary anyways. The episode opens with Carly Beth and her friend Sabrina, which is a great name. Um, and they're, like, looking for pumpkins, basically, in this pumpkin patch.
1: At, like, midnight or some shit. <laughs> yeah, like, really there? late at night. <laughs> they're like, Carly also, Beth, you're such a scaredy cat. And she's like, I'm picking pumpkins at, like, 3 a.m. What do you mean? <laughs> In their defense, Daylight Savings used to start earlier. I don't know if it ever started that much earlier, but like not like this yeah. year, it starts in November, but it used to start in October. So I thought you meant like the time of day, like they're like, I'm sorry, noon is now three in the morning. So they think they're out. <laughs> Ooh, <now> <laughs> 12 hours back. What they don't tell you if this actually takes place in Alaska. And this is just <laughs> it's 30 days of night. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I mean those teeth though They're no. kind of
1: little 30 days of night
0: <laughs> They are Her her um,
1: actual teeth? No the nasty no, teeth the mask Oh good teeth. I was like are you bullying this little girl Or <laughs> <laughs> we just talk well, about Everyone it? else bullies her so I should bully her too Peer pressure
0: So she's walking through the pumpkin patch And these two boys that go to her school Chuck and Steve
1: Chuck Are and
0: Steve. laying down in the pumpkin patch With pumpkin heads on And like blending in which I will say, like, very much, like, intense commitment to this prank. Because I feel like they must yeah. have probably laid there Hours. for a long time.
1: All day. Like, I do. I I must point out, it didn't dawn on me when I was first watching it, but uh, there is a subtle drag by Carly Beth. Because she's walking through and she goes, all these pumpkins look rotten. And I was like, because they're the <laughs> jackass kids who are going to be mean to you in a second. But I just appreciated oh. it.
2: Was Sabrina in on this prank? No.
1: I don't think so. I'm sorry. Sabrina was in on this prank. I don't Ooh, believe this. You think so? Yeah, because later she on she's even things. like... Sabrina's gaslighting exactly. Carly Beth. She's a liar. We see it several times throughout oh, this thing. in she's In her, yeah. in her she's shitty like, cat costume. You have to admit, Carly Beth, you are a scaredy cat. She's like, no, I'm not. And she's like, well, remember this last prank? It was pretty funny. And she's like, they traumatized <laughs> me. She's like, but in a funny in way. i need therapy because of that <laughs> prank. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Sabrina. Sucks. I feel like,
0: yeah, I will say that part. The, basically, when Sabrina like when Carly Beth gets scared and like Sabrina is like consoling her, but then all of a sudden it's just like, I mean, you are like a huge like baby. <laughs> you are you
1: a are piece really of shit.
0: <laughs> like, so I was kind of like, wow, that's a little mean. But <laughs> Sabrina
2: also wasn't looking in in the pumpkin patch. She was like staying away, and yeah, so that's. Further proof that mm. Sabrina was setting up Carly Beth.
1: She's like Carly Beth. Walk forward. <laughs> the,
2: <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Yeah, a little bit
1: to the left. A uh, more. Keep going. Keep going. <laughs> the best one's ahead of you. I promise. <laughs> Pick that one. It's like they didn't quite know how to shoot this shot
2: either, because so the two boys pop up and they're and Carly Beth standing in between them, and she's just like looking back and forth, left to right, left to right, and just going just like screaming a couple of times but then the camera just stays on it for like a minute like it's very weird how long the camera and she's just like like run or something Carly Beth she didn't know what to do with her hands is what happened in that shot mm. it was very weird.
1: <laughs> We've all been there when we're talking we realize we have hands and you're like ah oh, what do I do with these. <laughs> uh I also this is something I caught through the whole episode but I never really thought about the fact that I uh, surely this was filmed in Canada until like the 5 million times they say sorry and I'm like yeah. it's it's the sorry curse you know degrassi sorry. Kim's convenience like all those shows you just hear it over and over. Get out. <laughs>
0: Also uh Are You Afraid of the Dark is Canadian. So
1: yeah. Both are good
0: children's I, uh, uh, I looked shows. at IMDb
1: and I think the girl who played Carly Beth was in an episode of or I don't know if she was in a season or just an episode of Are You Afraid of the Dark.
0: Yeah, I saw that too.
1: Before we move on cuz we just met Carly Beth, I have to say she has some wretched bangs, and I know we shouldn't be <laughs> wow. picking on this little girl anymore, but she has some, like, Courtney Cox scream. Like, it is not that bangs. bad. Come on. <laughs> they're not great. They're, like, micro bangs, and I'm upset for her because her hair looks so thin, too, so they're, like, plastered to her forehead. It's not a good I know. look. I... <laughs> I know.
0: And she always just has those two little, like... Side like pigtail things, holding like, it I back even further. Yeah, it's like, just bad. Uh,
1: her hair's it's like lacquered on her alopecia. Head. It's just called a wig. Oh. <laughs> yeah. That's bowling a kid.
0: <laughs> so after she gets scared, she like runs home and is talking to her mom, and her mom shows her this sculpture that she <laughs> made in her art class. Um, and it, she's like, "Yeah, I made it out of." Didn't she say plaster of Paris? Like, does she, she does say yeah, plaster of Paris? Yeah. Yeah, she's like, I made it out of plaster of Paris for you. And it's a sculpture of Carly Beth's head. (laughs) And it is effing terrifying. Like, if my mom, like, I love how Carly Beth's like, it's nice. It's like my face. And she's like, why did you make it? And the mom's like, because I love you. And I'm like, no, (laughs) why would you do this?
1: I would have, right then, been going to the courthouse and being like, I'd like to be emancipated, please. (laughs) I can no longer (laughs) be in this household. And you just pull out, like, the bust the mom made and be like, this is my proof. And they're like, you know what? <laughs> mm, you got made a good point. You got a good point. point.
0: <laughs> it also looks like a really pissed off version of her. Like, she doesn't look happy at all. She's, like, no. really sad. Look- like, just, like, mad face. Like, it's just very creepy. I hate it so much. It's terrible. Probably because
1: it's, like, a real, like, cast of her face. And she couldn't hold a smile for however long it takes for that plaster to dry. I don't know. Oh. No, And you don't want to. You're not supposed to. So wait,
2: the mom said she was
1: taking art classes and in her art class that's... Yeah. And the art class are like, make the creepiest thing you can think of. (laughs) It is Halloween time. It is Halloween time. And the mom was like, honey, you're really terrifying. (laughs) Look at these I'm going to bully you even further. (laughs) The whole town just hates this little girl. I hate, honestly, this is the one part that made me a little irritated, is that she's like, The face just smiled at me and you didn't see it. And then she leaves the room, and then the face smiles. And I was like, couldn't we have just seen that in the beginning? To be, like, instead of this episode, like, gaslighting this little girl for five seconds? I think it's, like, an interesting, yeah. like, I don't know. I think it's an interesting t- storytelling thing. Just because I was like, wait, did I miss that? Like, was I not watching close enough? And then when they did afterwards, I was like, ah, there it is. <laughs> but, but also, why? I was so confused <laughs> why this face moved, too. Yeah, to. I, didn't,
0: I didn't understand why the weird plaster mask is, like, also or the plaster statue thing is also haunted at that point in the story like yeah it feels weird i don't know but it also makes no sense and it's a kids show so yeah. whatever it they were the just end. trying to make it be creepy <laughs>
2: So, uh, so, and then also is revealed that, um, Carly Beth's mom has made her costume and that she's going to be a duck, the duck.
1: for Halloween. <laughs> the duck with and a so bunch of loose up, feathers just floating around?
2: Yes! <laughs> that's what I was about to say. She, the door busts open and then her brother, who has a handful of feathers, just throws them at Carly Beth's face because that's how many feathers explode out of that doorway. Yeah, it's wild. he, uh, comes to scare her again.
1: The mom can make, like, a realistic-looking bust, but she can't, like, actually glue down some feathers on a costume. Like, I I don't get it. And that little kid, too, was a piece of shit. Because he was, like, whipping that costume around and feathers were flying even more. I was like, you throw him down the stairs.
0: (laughs) I know. He does suck, for sure. I don't
1: know why I said it. Like, they threw someone down the stairs. That didn't happen in the episode at all. (laughs) So is it at this point that, that, oh no, it's not even
2: yet, that uh, we, we go on to the next day where yeah, Holly Beth is continuing to be terrorized.
0: Yeah, so they're at lunch the next day, which by the way, the clown girl, I think, she like opens something out of her bag to eat it. And it, I'm like, what the fuck is she eating? Like, it looks like a weird fudge sandwich. Like, I was like, well, let's, let's talk
1: about the clown girl. <laughs> is this supposed to be <laughs> Halloween? I don't know. <laughs> Why is no one else dressed up but her? Well, one is dressed as a cheerleader, but that kind of makes sense. They're at a school. Yeah. Everyone else is wearing cheerleader local clothes. There's one clown child. <laughs> yeah. It is weird. They're like, "That's Sarah. She does this every day."
0: <laughs> yeah. She's like, "I am a clown. I come from a family of clowns and I'm a clown by my birth. identity." <laughs> this um, isn't
1: a wig. This is my hair. <laughs> <laughs> So, Chuck
2: and Steve come up to apologize to Carly Beth.
0: Yes. Mm -mm. But by apologizing, while they're apologizing, they sneak a worm into her sandwich. Into her two slices of bread? Her bread sandwich. I don't feel like there was anything else (laughs) on the sandwich.
1: Hey, hey, the budget strings were tight in this household, okay, Liz? (laughs) The mom didn't have enough time to make a sandwich because she was so busy making that bust in that costume. (laughs) Yeah. She just completely forgot.
0: Have you seen the meme where it's, like, when it's at the end of my pay period and I don't have any money left to buy food and it's, like, a piece of bread with ice cubes on top of it? <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, God. <gosh>, no? <laughs> <it's> so gross. <laughs> oh, oh, gosh.
0: That's what I feel like. This, like
1: <laughs> what was, like, the 90s fascination, though, of putting worms in sandwiches? I feel like I haven't seen that in so long. And then I saw this and I was like, oh, yeah, that was, like, a thing. That
0: was a thing. Was
1: that a thing? What I else is it being in? a thing. They do like a like TV Yeah. Uh-huh. I just feel like a lot of this. properties. Whenever they're like, "Oh, I'm going to pull a prank on someone," it was always like worms in the sandwich, and I was like, "Why? There's nothing <laughs> else we can do." A trope. Yep.
0: I'm like, okay, yeah, that gross. sounds like something also that might have happened in Max Keeble's Big Move. I don't mm, know why, Max but I specifically. No,
2: but... <laughs> so then there is like uh, at least. Th- shots from like three different camera angles of Carly Beth taking bites out of the sandwich with some <laughs> impressive Foley work. It's yeah. really like serious biting
1: and chewing noises.
2: Yeah, only for her to reveal that she has not taken a bite out of that worm. <laughs>
0: yes, I know.
1: So I wasn't feeling well this morning, and that's when I watched oh, no. this episode. And I got to say, this made me so nauseous. <laughs> I hated everything about this whole moment. And she took the biggest freaking bites. Granted, it's just two pieces of bread, so there wasn't a lot to eat to begin with. But like, <laughs> yeah, but that's stuff will just like sandwich. glue your mouth shut. That Wonder Bread, like if there's nothing else, yes. to break it up. I hate it. A dry ass sandwich. <laughs> dry ass sandwich.
2: <laughs> now it's the 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 part where she decides that she needs to
0: get revenge. Get revenge. So she like storms home. She first of all, I like her outfit right now. She's wearing this cute little like jumper dress. Um, that's like an yeah. overall dress kind of thing and then like a little she got tights and like a little top underneath it I was like girl get it you look kind of cute um,
1: yeah sorry Liz when you said storm home I like literally just <laughs> put picked her out of Goosebumps and put her in the scene in Mean Girls where Regina George is like going home after she discovers oh that she's God. been eating the, the fatty Ooh. bars or whatever. I did and too! Like, oh! And she like rips up the duck costume. <laughs> exactly! She pulls out her book and the she's like bitch. writing about Sabrina. Don't trust this. She yes. is a fugly, a slut. fugly slut. Yes. Uh. Wow. I want to see that crossover.
0: Yeah, Carl Stein could write perfect. it
1: better.
0: Carly Beth looks in her little piggy bank or whatever and she gets her money out or like she just had like a little basket with money in it and she gets money out and she's like i have 30 dollars that's enough and then she puts it in the little front pocket on her jumper which is like, <laughs> <It's> precious <laughs> practical
1: <laughs> also 30 dollars um, could get you a lot back in 1995 i know i was just yeah. thinking in general i was just like wow good for you but i would also... have pulled open a piggy bank and have been like six six cents <laughs> but also we'll <laughs> yeah. see how like free willing she is with those dollars very shortly <laughs> yes
0: yeah, so she goes to the mask store, That well, which by the way, Sabrina and her passed the mask store at the beginning of the episode. Mm-hmm. I guess I didn't really say that. But like, so she knows there's this creepy mask store in town. And so she goes. That and just like appeared look-
1: overnight. They make yeah. it sound like it just like popped up one day.
0: And so she's like, okay, I'm going to go buy something because I'm going to scare them. Like I'm going to scare Chuck and Steve so bad and they're going to, you know, get theirs. And so she goes to find a mask. And so she's walking around. I will say my favorite one is the Wolfman mask with the sunglasses. I really like that one. I
2: also like that as soon as she walks in, the guy that owns it is like, we're closed. And it's like (laughs) middle of the day. uh, There's no other customers in there. The dude's trying to put food on the table and he's closed to his only customer and just wants her to get out.
1: Doesn't he first I'm ask her, me. like, what are you doing here? And it's like, yeah. I, I am a yeah, I'm a person shopping, who's bro. trying to engage in a capitalist society. <laughs> Please take my money. <laughs> How long have you had this shop, sir? <laughs> do you own this? You're going to well, go out of business day, real soon. I I don't know. <laughs> so he t- he's taking
2: a phone call and she sneaks into the back room. And Which sees I do like
0: that he, while he's taking the phone call, he has his feet up on the desk. He's just like lounging <laughs> on his phone call. Like he like sticks his feet up.
2: She sees the special masks in his laboratory, which, you know, every retail shop has a laboratory in the back of it. Every
1: (laughs) Halloween novelty store has bubbling beakers on a table for some reason. (laughs) Full of Hellraiser ripoff masks. (laughs) As someone who worked in a costume and magic shop um, during Halloween, we did. did (laughs) Um, we did have the haunted mask section that we we're like, please don't sell these unless someone's really shitty or someone steals it, then let them go with it. <laughs> let them throw um, money at you as they run <laughs> out of the store. That's how you make the big bucks, actually, is to tell someone they can't buy something and then have them steal it, but still give you money for it. Yeah, 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 that that tracks.
0: Yeah, Yeah, <laughs> um, it is funny because Blair mentioned the ripoff Hellraiser masks because two of the masks 100% look like Cenobites <gasps> to me which mm. is, like, the Hellraiser, like, characters. Like, the one that has the, like...
2: The teeth, yes. Yeah, the mouth like that. Shattering
0: teeth. That looks like a one of the Hellraiser ones. And then also the, like, one that has, like, the big, like, triple chin thing that's going on. And that, nice. that one also kind of looks like a Hellraiser character. So I was like, oh, hey, look at this. I wonder <laughs> if that was, like, a on-purpose thing where they were kind of being like, hey, like, a nod to Hellraiser or if it was just... I mean, it has to be. I feel like probably the It is.
2: It's 100% because it's like she's choosing to engage in these mysterious occult things and she's now going to get the- Yeah, dude. Now she's going to have the consequences of her actions of opening Pandora's box. Yeah. Mm -hmm.
0: So yeah, so Carly Beth takes one of the masks Mm -hmm. off the stand and the guy comes back and he's like, no, you can't have these masks. They're not for sale. And she's like, here's my money, and just throws
2: it. Yeah, she just, like, makes it rain.
1: 30 bucks (laughs) down the drain, just, damn. I mean, to be fair, that mask is actually, like, probably a lot more. Like, that's high-detailed. That's a real face mold. All that latex that's on it. Like, that's an expensive mask.
0: It does. It's a good-looking mask. Like, it's pretty cool. Yeah, Um,
1: it's quality.
2: I feel like it would have been more than $30, even in 1995. And so she definitely... Mm -hmm. She might have think she'd be getting changed back. She wasn't getting changed back. She was stealing from There's actually
1: an arrest warrant out for her because she still owes $20 to that store. Yeah. To this day. Yeah. They are still looking. For her. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so Carly Beth goes home and puts on her new mask and also puts on like an outfit, which apparently is supposed to be her clothes, but they look like, I don't know. They don't look like her clothes. I don't know. It's very weird. And so she puts the mask on and she is kind of walking around the house she scares her brother and her brother's like carly bet take that mask off it's so scary and she's like trying to take it off and at first it's kind of hard to take off but then she's able to take it off so kind of hinting at like hmm she might have a little bit of issue getting this mask off and then she goes and finds a broomstick and puts the plaster head on top of the broomstick (laughs) And ties a red scarf around the neck. And is like, ah, ha, ha, Carly Beth's head is on a stick now. I don't know.
1: like She really does turn that maniacal, though. She's, like, <laughs> is running around being like, rah, ha, ha, ha. It's like, what? what?
0: <laughs> I, I,
1: goblin she's child. In character. I'm
0: obsessed with the voice. I love the voice. Yes. The voice and the laugh is wonderful. I'm very into it. I think it's so funny.
1: I do want to say that I think overall everyone in this episode like all the actors are very committed to their roles like they're doing it so earnestly and they're never you know like sometimes you get these child actors that just aren't really committed but they're like all into it they might not be the greatest actors but like they're committed yeah yeah she was trying
0: yeah i will (laughs) say um because i'm assuming that most of the scenes where carly beth is wearing the mask it's actually not carly beth in the mask with the clothes Mm. on I kind of am guessing it's another person because of the way they move. They just don't look like they're moving the same as Carly Beth does. Like, and she like runs know. around and does all this crazy shit. Like I kind of guessed maybe they had a stunts person somewhat Could doing be. this. Nah, um,
2: dude, that's Carly Beth. This is Canada. I, they don't have they money don't for, the, a, for, they don't for a not got the budget for a
1: stunt Carly Beth. <laughs> I don't know. That's why she got hired for this. She's actually like excels in movement. <laughs> they're like, here you Ooh. go. It's like my time well, to She shine. actually is
0: a dance teacher. I'm not even joking. I looked her up on IMDb and she's like, Yeah, she has dance.
1: a bunch of awards.
0: She does like Broadway stuff and like does choreography and stuff. I don't know. Crazy. Carly Beth, look um, at you. Yeah, From Bangs it, to
1: Broadway. Bangs to Broadway. <laughs> <laughs> the Carly Beth story. It's,
0: yeah, it's her book, it's autobiography. So uh, Carly Beth meets up with Sabrina to go trick-or-treating, and Sabrina is like, what are you wearing? And she's like, I'm going to scare them. And (laughs) uh, Sabrina is a cat. (laughs) Uh, Sabrina is a
2: a cat. She looks like a mouse cat. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I thought she was a mouse until she's like, I'm a cat, duh stupid ass friend she's scared right away before carly beth even does anything yeah
0: she scares like a group of kids right off the bat but then they also go up to a house and ring the doorbell and the mom answers the door with like this little yeah. kid and carly beth
2: carly beth's
1: like i will fuck you up," <laughs> essentially <laughs> The mom's like, don't and scare mom- my baby. And Carly Beth is like, I will slit your fucking throat. <laughs> I will shit on your carpet. And then she still takes just one piece of candy because she's still being polite about it. She's like, this one's like, mine like, and then you. runs away.
0: <laughs> and I love when she runs around. It's so funny. I don't know why, but I just see so her run with the stupid head on the stick thing. It's yeah. hilarious. <laughs> um and she's like and she just keeps like knocking shit over she's like knocking over pumpkins and like there's like a skeleton hanging from a tree and she just like hits it out of the way like, <laughs> and She's just laughing the whole time
2: screaming at children <laughs> the mask is has fully taken over carly beth
1: i gotta say she seems so free like i wish i would have done this as a kid it seems very cathartic for a town that hates this little girl obviously <laughs> as we've seen the whole episode so, she deserves this. Everyone gets what's coming to them. Yeah.
0: <laughs> then we see Chuck and Steven in the graveyard.
1: I'm sorry, everything you say Chuck and Steven, it makes me think of uh Alan Chuck dot travel, the people who used to give away <laughs> uh, oh, like uh, yeah. the rewards on... Drag Race. Yeah. Sorry. I thought of that bad movie. I think it's called Chuck and Larry now where they fake get gay married. Larry, yes, yes. That's yeah. what I also
0: was thinking about. Amazing. And then you I was thinking of Chuck that. And, and then also like Adam yeah, and Chuck Steve, and Larry. which is the whole like joke about like instead of Adam and mm-hmm. Eve, it's Adam and Steve. And I yes, was, it's, yeah. it's all like coming together. But basically, so they're, moral of the story, they're
1: gay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's, that's what we've decided is they're gay. They also have their <laughs> awakening during Ar- Arl Stein season. Good for them. Arl season? What was I trying to say? <laughs>
0: I don't know who's who between Chuck and Steve, but one of them, like, scares the other one by putting on, like, a skeleton mask while they're the other one's looking away. And he thinks this is so effing funny and, like, laughs about it way too much. And I'm like, okay, let's calm down a little bit. Like, I mean,
2: they had to fill some time for Carly Beth to sneak up on them. So they're like, all right, kid, <laughs> yes. just keep laughing. Keep, yeah. keep laughing. A minute goes by, they're like, Carly <laughs> Beth, come Where on. Where is she? <laughs> yeah. Come on and scare this
1: kid. There's a PA that's like, can we please get Carly Beth? <laughs> She's supposed to be... Why don't we we just cut? No, we can't. (laughs) We're running out of film. (laughs) Carly Beth
2: peeking out from behind the trees is, uh, I think, my favorite part of the whole episode, though. She does it multiple times where you just see this head pop out. Oh my god, that specific... The one where
0: she just is like the side of the mask popping out of the tree is so funny. I love that part. But yeah, so Carly Beth sneaks up on him. She scares him. It's honestly not that satisfying. Like, I was kind of hoping she'd scare them more than she did. Like, I feel like mm-hmm. she just kind of, like, sort of scares them. Yeah.
1: I wanted some to shit themselves, and it didn't happen. She
0: does? Yeah.
2: She scares them, though. Because she, like, makes him beg for forgiveness. And then the Carly Beth bust talks again, like,
0: "Please help me." Oh, yeah, that is true. And she's
2: totally fine with it. She's like,
0: "Yeah, that was fine." (laughs)
1: And goes on. So don't listen. Don't listen to the bust. She goes and
0: buries the head. Yeah, she does bury the head. Why does she do that?
1: (laughs) Because it's a metaphor. She's burying her former self. I mean,
2: yeah, it seems. She looked at her bangs and she's like, "No one can know I
1: have (laughs) 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 these." So then that
2: that's pretty much her
1: night, right? Yeah,
0: and then. Well, so then, that's when she goes back with Sabrina. And Sabrina's like, did you hurt them? And I'm like, damn, Sabrina, what do you think Carly Beth's capable of? Like, She's over here like, did you murder them? (laughs) She's got,
2: you know, her hands are all covered in mud from...
0: Burying their bodies. Burying
2: the the bust. She got some blood.
0: But, uh, yeah, so then... She got some blood. (laughs) Most people do. Carly Beth realizes that she can't get the mask off. And so... They're trying to get the mask off. She, like, grabs a knife and Sabrina's like, no, that's not safe. <laughs> I was about to say, is yeah. this going to turn
1: into, like, a body horror movie? Like, what's going on? I wanted to. Chunks of flesh come off. I was worried that they were going to try and cut it. And then she's going to be like, ouch, that hurts. It's my skin now. Because that's kind of where they're going. But instead, yeah. they're just like, no, we don't have an adult here. This isn't safe.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> a very good they lesson. Were. They were, to were teaching
0: you a lesson. They yes, like, yeah. like, well, you can't use a knife without your mommy or daddy. <laughs>
1: You can't cut your friend's head off with scissors unless your parents are there.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so then she runs to the magic the magic like mask shop place again.
1: Well not only
2: that though, you're missing a very crucial thing. Is oh, that the she eyes. like pulls her shirt down. No, she pulls her shirt mm-hmm. down and there's no end to the mask. It's she has become
0: Oh yeah. She's but then also she the looks mask. in the mirror and she looks at her eyes and she's like Those aren't my eyes. eyes. Where are my eyes? And that part is pretty scary, I will say. Yeah, That that part to me is the creepiest part.
1: I'm just going to say crossover because there is a uh, lyric in a Carly Rae Jepsen song that says, Who gave you eyes like that and said that you could keep them? I mean, maybe she was referencing this episode of Goosebumps. Oh. Uh, Well, Carly Rae Jepsen is actually named after this episode. (laughs) Carly Beth Jepsen.
2: (laughs) That's a Rosemary's Baby nod, too. With the eyes.
0: What's wrong with the eyes? Oh.
1: oh.
2: Uh yeah.
0: So they, she goes back to the shop and she goes and she's like, You need to help me get this off. And he's like, I can't help you get it off. Uh <laughs> you're because you're dumb.
2: That's that's your face and now. That's your yeah. face now.
0: And that's he's and he's basically just like, You're just gonna have to live with how your face looks now. That's just how it is. And she's like, No, I want my face back <laughs> and uh
2: Well then he goes well, there is one thing. Have you taken the mask off? And she's like, well, yeah, I've taken it off once. He's like, well, there's one thing that might work now. And he says, oh, it was an act of true love or something like
0: that? Yeah.
2: And so you hearken back to what R.L. Stein said at the beginning of the episode. So you mm-hmm. know that she's going to need the help of her friends and family to get this mask off. Yeah. So what but then do?
0: also we do get to find out that the masks are apparently like the guy has made them to replace his own face because his face is fucked up or something.
1: But why would he choose those faces?
0: But then they turn bad. Yeah, they no, they, they
1: get ugly. It's like
0: they get ugly. So oh, like, and then that's why he takes them off. So like, because right now his face or. has like those wart, like those little warts on his face, on his cheek. He's like, this one's starting yes, yes, to turn yes. bad now. And so uh, it's and he's like, like, you
2: don't want to see what's underneath this.
0: Yeah.
1: Which I, I I'm like, I want
0: to see what's underneath it.
1: <laughs> yeah. I I truly did not comprehend what he was saying in that story then. I thought what I he did. meant was that he found like monster things and skinned them and these were their real faces from monsters, not that they were his face. Ooh. So both yeah. terrifying. Both great stories. I'll Ooh, write my own. Yeah. Thank you, R L for the like, idea. <laughs> we're on a first name basis. His first what name is. What RL does R L stand for?
2: <laughs> Ralph Lauren?
1: Yes, Ralph Lawrence Stein <laughs> <laughs> Randy
2: Scott <laughs> Wait, Randy... <laughs> Randy I thought you said I thought you Robert said Randy Scott
1: Robert, Robert Lawrence Robert, Robert Lawrence?
2: Lawrence? That sounds very distinguished
1: Sometimes known as Jovial Bob Stein And Eric Affaby. <laughs> what? Was <laughs> that a pen name?
0: Bob.
1: Jovial Bob Stein. Jovial Bob Stein. What a long! Someone's like you can either call me R L or Jovial Bob. Take your pick. <laughs> I
0: like Jovial, Bob. Jovial, Jovial Bob. Bob. Jovial Bob.
1: What is Eric Affable?
0: Uh, but so then all the masks like float off of the mask heads or like the the wig head yeah. kind of things that they're on, Incredible and they float CG. up in the air. <laughs> Yeah, truly beautiful, CGI. beautiful Um, And they're like floating around. Oh my god, I and, forgot like, about this part. Carly I blocked Beth. it out of my memory. <laughs> and it's very scary. And also I don't really get why they're floating. Like, why are they also like after her? I don't really understand. Do you know what yeah. this was
1: giving me this moment? It was truly giving what? me, uh, return
0: the love. Because <laughs> <laughs> the would be very
1: like, return the mask.
0: Ooh. Yeah. It was great. And so then she has to go and she digs up the plaster of Paris, like, head and is like, This is my face! This is my <laughs> face! And then she's able to take the mask off.
2: Well, the and then, hold on, the masks disappear, and she goes, This is what he meant about an act of true love. And I'm like, What? You unbearable. Getting scared shitless
1: by a ghost. Ghost. Well, Your friends like, and family really helped her there, Carly it's because Beth. Because
0: her mom made that mat, that. Plaster mask, and because her mom loved her, that's what I think they were. That
1: is to not call. love. What a stretch! That that we plaster do. Paris <laughs> bust is not love. She literally was like, "I want my old face back." And the monsters were like, "Your bangs are horrible," and so <laughs> then they left. Oh my god! And then the other mask was just like, "I'm done."
2: So basically, the short the story in a nutshell is the the poor bullied child uh, is yeah. then further punished for wanting to see her abusers get some sort of uh comeuppance. Yeah. That's yeah. what this that's what this one's about.
0: Yeah.
1: It's so a prior. good lesson so, to learn. <laughs> yeah.
0: So then Carly Beth goes home and she throws the mask down and the brother picks it up and puts it on, which is kinda like Dawn Dawn is, is something gonna happen.
1: And the most the end? immediate ending, like it's literally it's like the brother walks out in the mask and he's like boo and then it's like blackout and I was like, okay. Not even like other reactions of what it's like. They're just like, we're done. No <laughs>
0: That's the uh, that's the whole episode, and you know what? I really like this episode. I feel like it's good. I think it's. I mean, does it make total sense? No, I don't yeah. really get the lore of the mask. I don't really understand why the plaster of Paris thing makes faces. I don't understand <laughs> any of that. But it was kind of scary, and I like the characters. I felt like, like you said, Alec. I think the kids did pretty good considering, and like, it's just a good episode. All like of a scary kids tv show like i feel like they did a really good job and i I like the look of it so
2: i am not a theater savvy or arts and crafts minded person do you just you don't sculpt with plaster of paris because i was just okay with that i was like
0: all right no it's just funny because it's like a very specific like for her to be like i made this out of plaster of paris like i just feel like it's like why not just say plaster like I don't. Well, yeah, it's
1: it's very much like the Truman Show, where like they're trying to put the commercial things like in the in the thing they're doing. It's <laughs> like, have you tried you. this product? It's very yeah, specific. It just felt weird because I don't know about grade school stuff for you all, but I feel like every art class I had in grade school, like every year, we had big plaster of Paris projects. So I wonder yeah. if they're just like this is something kids understand and know, and maybe. They'd be like, I could oh, yeah. make this makes, scary bus, yeah. too. yeah, that
0: makes sense. Yeah.
1: I also love that for the bus, they're like, it's fragile. Don't drop it. And then she just, like, literally throws it down at one point and nothing <laughs> happens to <laughs> yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. Indestructible. Just and like she's, like, spirit. got it on
0: a stick the whole time. I was waiting for it to crack. I was like...
1: Yeah, I thought she was going to break it because they made a big thing about her, like, not breaking it and handling it with a care. Yeah. yeah. And then nothing. Well, typically at this point, we would ask Liz... Why are you like this? But I feel like you've said He'll it like a thousand that. times. But Blair,
0: yeah, Our with Blair. wonderful
1: special guest. Why are you like this? How does how did goosebumps change your life? How did it develop you into the person you are today? How did jovial Bob Stein uh, <laughs> change your life? What did jovial, jovial Bob, Bob, Bob do to you?
2: <laughs> oh, he, he touched me. <laughs>
1: Where? Show us on the doll. Where? You. <laughs> Show us on the bus. Yeah.
2: No, I. Uh... Honestly, like Goosebumps was a gateway drug into the world of horror that I, uh, is still a huge part of my life. Like, horror movies. Yeah, reading, absolutely. I read a ton when I was a kid. And, you know, that got me into, like, Stephen King, which got me into, uh, you know, scary movies. And, uh, ultimately,. I met Liz because of scary movies and so yeah. RL Stein's the reason why Liz and I are married.
1: <gasps> Jovial so, Bob is
2: thanks Bob. Jovial Bob you're married. <laughs> thanks, so why Jovial am I Bob. like this? I my entire life uh thanks to RL Stein. Thank you. Wow. Beautiful.
1: And Carly Westbanks. Best and Carly Best <laughs> and <Banks. laughs> I really wanted Good to be like, Liz had Good similar bangs when they met. <laughs> and Blair was like this girl (laughs) she really does it for me she reminds me of someone from my past (laughs) before we wrap up the podcast I'd like to let you know that we do have a visual companion to accompany this episode You can find it on Instagram at Why Am I Like This Podcast or Facebook on our generation Why Am I Like This fan page. If you'd like to reach out to us, we also have an email, which is This at gmail.com. And don't forget, this coming November, we are doing Why Are You Like This Month. So please submit your favorite TV shows or movies from your childhood um, at one of our social media platforms or on the email I just said. Yes, I think time is is counting down on that. So if you have been itching to submit something and you haven't yet, do so like this week because we're going to... Be recording those soon, so. Soon. Do the thing. Yeah. Also, don't forget to rate, review, subscribe.
0: And have a spooky October. I just want everyone to have a lovely October. A spooky, it's my favorite time of the year.
1: Spooky October. Find spooky find, a, <laughs> find a contraband mask, let it get fused with your skin, you know, <laughs> bury, bury a physical manifestation of your old self in the dirt in a cemetery, yeah. all the things.
0: Eat worm sandwiches. On bread.
1: <laughs> On bread. Eat a bread sandwich, oh. Carly Beth. Mm, <laughs> Eat a bread
0: sandwich. <laughs> um. Okay, oh. let's talk about many good things. Yeah. Yay. Let's do
1: it. I've mentioned multiple times how I love different YouTube channels and whatnot, and hopefully I haven't said this one before. But there is a like a video. essayist, her name is Sarah Z um, or Sarah Z here in the states, um, and she does just a lot of like deep dives into different like weird internet pop culture things. So I saw one about, like, oh, the most recent one was Destiel Steel from um, <laughs> Supernatural. Oh, yes, and she Dean did. And
0: Castiel, yeah. yeah,
1: she did a deep dive about, like, the series finale of um, Supernatural and how that affected people. And then she did one on, like, Dashcon, the Tumblr convention that happened oh, in, like, 2014. Um, she did one about the One Slur, which was just wild because I didn't know anything about that. And. If you love internet culture, or if you were a part of Tumblr in like the early 2010s, um, it's very fascinating, the deep dive stuff that she went through. And I think it's fun. The Her videos are long, like they are like an hour and 30, an hour and 40 minutes about these things, but they're super deep divey, and I love it. Nice. I like that. This past <laughs> this past Friday, uh, Isaiah and I went to see a friend of ours play a live show. It was an album release party at a, a bar here in town, uh, and it was a grand old time. Uh, it, uh, his name is Vincent DiGeronimo, and he just put out an album a couple weeks ago called Nine Twenty Four. And he was delightful uh, performing live. He did a cover of the title song from Cabaret, accompanied uh, by himself on a ukulele. And it was delightful. And I never want Cabaret performed any other way. Um, So, yeah, uh, check out uh, Vincent DiToronimo924. That is the name of his album he just put out. And it is on uh, all the streaming things. So, yeah, look it up. Cool.
0: Mine is going to be the Netflix original series, Midnight Mass, which is... I mean,
2: I'll second that. It's great.
0: uh, A new TV show um, by Mr. Flanagan, Mike Flanagan, uh, who did The Haunting of Hill House and The Haunting of Bly Manor. Um, Your boy's on it, Casey.
1: I know. Uh, It's on my list.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Um, And it's just really good. I love... I just... I will say I haven't watched the other two Mike Flanagan shows all the way through. Um, this one just really caught me right away. I love the guy that plays the, like, main priest character, the actor. I think he's so good. And just everyone is really good in their parts. Like, I just really like the, and the plot, I think, is very clever. And, yeah, it's just, it grabbed me right away. And it's spooky and I like it a lot. So it's great for October times. Nice. So yeah, that's my yeah. mini good thing.
2: I have been nerding out very hard lately on so hard. the tabletop role-playing game, Pathfinder 2nd Edition.
1: Fantastic.
2: We're very excited. Uh, well, I, I'm at least very excited to get people together again. It's a departure from Dungeons & Dragons. It might be, dare I say, a little nerdier than Dungeons & Dragons. Oh, it is. Uh, but I'm <laughs> I'm excited for Pathfinder uh, coming soon. I'm learning the rules and having a good time.
1: Nice. I will say a recommendation. If you are enjoying Pathfinder, but you want a more sci-fi spin, they also have Starfinder, which is similar rules, but it's all in space. And I played that one and had a freaking blast and it's wild. So just throwing that that out there.
2: (laughs) I I am intrigued.
1: Yes, it's so good.
2: I just found out you could be a rat person and I'm pretty excited. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> yes, you can. Vince played yeah. a rat person, and it was really cool. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> what a world! Oh, but that is our episode. So, thank you so much for joining us, Blair. This was a blast. Yeah, thanks, Adam. Blair, yeah. for
2: having me. I yeah, of enjoyed myself a lot. We'll do it Guy. again sometime. Very <laughs> well, fun. No? Maybe next October, I'll, I'll be
1: invited. back <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll see. Maybe we'll talk about it. Uh, <laughs> But join us next week when Alec is going to continue the holiday spirit with... I know, I'm very excited. Uh, We're going to be doing uh, an episode TBD of The Treehouse of Horror, which is the Halloween specials that The Simpsons does. So, can't wait. Oh, okay. (laughs) Okay, bye! (laughs) Bye! Blair, say bye.
2: Bye!